Hello, and welcome back to Blonde, Brunette, and Confused, the podcast where we share stories, unsolicited advice, and conversations about life as college students. I'm Bella, the blonde one. I'm Lauren, the brunette one. And I'm Hannah, the confused one. Easily one of the most exciting things about starting college life is getting to design your dorm room. So today we wanted to talk about what you need, what you don't need, and everything in between. Before you actually start designing your room or buying things for it, you obviously have to figure out where you're going to live. There's a ton of options on campus usually, from suite style to more traditional rooms that have communal bathrooms to living learning communities, and sometimes it can be tough to choose what's right for you. So. How did you ladies choose where you were going to live the first time, and do you have any advice for people that are looking into it? So at our school and a lot of others, they offer LLCs, which are living learning communities. So they're essentially just a dorm based on people with a common major or interest. The three of us live in the business dorm, which I decided to join for the simple fact that I was like, oh, a lot of these people are going to be in my classes. It's a good way to know all the people that I'm going to have to be like working with. So they have a lot of different ones. And that was really how I decided. I also liked that we had sweet style because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, first year at college, I don't really want to go straight into sharing like a big communal bathroom. Yeah. So just sharing it with three other people. In a way, I chose like the exact same way, which is one, I was like, oh, sweet style. I'll have three roommates. Hopefully I can make three friends right off the bat. And then also because of my major, I was just like, oh, yeah, I want to live in like the business house because like, oh, I have a lot of classes with them and I get to know them and everything. And I also liked the idea of being like in a house Mm -hmm. instead of like a really large residential thing because we only have like what, 40 to 50 like people in our house. You kind of know everybody in your house, which is nice. Another really helpful thing is going online I know I went on to YouTube and if you just search dorm room tour and enter your college name a ton of options will come up and that way you can get a really good sense of what the rooms look like and see where dorms are located because I know for us there are some options that are really far away from campus but are closer to other things like the gym but farther away from the student center which dorms are new which dorms are known for having the biggest rooms all those weird perks you know oh true like at my friend Kaylee's school she goes to a school that's older than ours because Hofstra is a pretty new school so some of the dorm buildings have AC and some do not this year she didn't have AC and it's terrible because she's up pretty high it's a pretty view and all that but it's hot (laughs) so next year she's moving to one of the ones that has AC yeah also like we didn't know this ahead of time but for our next semester we're living in something called a tower which is pretty much what it's sounds like we're living in a double and a single we chose ones that were in the corner but we didn't like really know anything about it and now we know that those are the biggest rooms on our floor which is like a very nice perk to know after you choose where you want to live you actually get to start thinking about what you need as far as necessities another thing would be as we said in the last episode mattress pad yes Mm -hmm. bring the mattress pad you may not need a four inch one like i decided i needed (laughs) but mattress pad (laughs) yeah two or three inch i don't think one inch is gonna do much one inch does nothing yeah so like at least like a two inch most likely a three inch would be nice that's what i have another thing is our beds are loft 
did so that we can fit our dresser underneath. And we are all fairly short women, which means that you need to get kind of a running start to get onto your bed, <laughs> which for some reason I just cannot do. So each of us has a little stool that we can kind of use not only as storage space, but as like a little step up to get into bed every night, which for me is really handy. Another super important thing, look at the restrictions that your school has. For our school, it's extremely strict and you can get fairly heavily fined. Our school is on Long Island, which has some of the highest fire safety regulations for dorms. So there's a lot of different things we can't do. Like we can't put tapestries on the wall. There can't be things within a foot of the ceiling. Yeah, we can't have curtains. We can't do anything like that. So you really have to look into that. Our friend Seth had something that he wasn't allowed to have and they fined him a lot, like more than the item was worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had a tea kettle that he wasn't even using. It wasn't on, it wasn't plugged in, it wasn't anything. It was just sitting there and he forgot to like put it away. And so they like came in and he got fined $100. And they also like took it away from him and he can't get it back. If you're nice to your RAs, they might tell you when room checks are happening Mm -hmm. in a cough, cough kind of manner. Don't be mean to your RAs because then if you do have like one of those items, they will let you know. Also before room checks, RAs will offer to come look in your room before the actual fire inspector comes because they're not going to fine you. They'll just be like, oh, you can't have your stuff on top of there, things like that. So then you can avoid a fine and it takes like five minutes. They just walk in your room and are like, illegal, good, go. Yes. Ask your RA because they've had to have those checks before. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything that you didn't really see on the list or just don't know, they can tell you. Another thing is talking to your roommate because there are some communal things that you can share. Lauren and I didn't need two large mirrors. She brought one and I ended up returning the one that I had gotten. Yeah, because I already had it. For me, I live across the country. There are a couple things you can do in my situation. Obviously, stuff is much into you and your family's luggage as possible. Another option is Bed Bath & Beyond has a super cool program where you can go to your local hometown one, scan a bunch of the stuff you want, and then they compile it all for you at the Bed Bath & Beyond by your school, and then you can pick and choose from that what you actually want to buy. So you don't have to worry about shipping any of it. They don't force you to buy anything that you scan. Also, I ended up shipping some of my things, but the problem was I didn't do it in advance enough, so everything got delivered the day that we moved in and my parents couldn't actually pick any of it up until move-in had already finished. So if you go that route, definitely do it weeks in advance if you can and talk to your college about what that process looks like. But yeah, what was the process like working with cars, moving in like that? My family loves Volvos. (laughs) Specifically my mother. So we have a lot of SUVs. So my dad took my mom's current Volvo and my mom and I took mine and we just shoved everything in the car. It's kind of annoying because it's two cars so when I move back one of my parents have to come and get me too even though I have a car so if your family has more than one large vehicle it's pretty nice to kind of just shove everything in there I brought plastic drawers for some of my clothes because I knew that the one dresser and one set of drawers wasn't going to be enough so I brought myself two sets of plastic drawers and I packed most of my clothes away in them I also brought a chest for us to use as a coffee table and that's how I brought my shoes here so stuff like that yeah that's pretty much what I did too the only difference is that we actually rented an SUV because we don't have a big car. I also shoved everything in suitcases, just a lot of shoving, and there was literally no space for my dad to see out in the back window. (laughs) But you know, he's a good driver, so it's fine. For some of the big things, like I was responsible for our futon. I didn't buy that until we were already living here because if I'd brought that, there's 
a good chance I would have had to not be able to see through my windows. So don't be afraid to wait to buy things, especially also if you don't know if you'll need them. I am someone who usually thinks on the basis of, I haven't worn this in a while, but you know, college is a new mm. place. Maybe I will wear it. I kind of brought my entire wardrobe. I brought like five water bottles. Why do I need this many? And like, I just brought so many things that I really don't need. Reusable water bottles are another must have in college. You need one to survive. And also learn from our mistakes. Think really critically about what you need and whether or not you're gonna use it. If you're even a little bit uncertain, leave it at home. You're definitely going home for break at some point your parents can mail you things you can buy another one i think the best thing is if you're not sure just don't bring it nothing is unattainable shopping for your dorm can get expensive but it doesn't need to be i specifically went to places like savers and bought some really ugly looking picture frames and then i painted them and now they're Hecka cute. It's a good way to save money. Look at coupons. I love coupons. I went to places like TJ Maxx where I could get things for less. I shopped around on Amazon. I made a lot of my pillows. Also, scour your home for things that your family has but doesn't really use anymore. A majority of my decorative pillows I brought from home. I brought a majority of my hangers from home. I know, Hannah, you brought that really beautiful mirror. Oh, true. So my mom has a lot of things in our attic <laughs> from her parents' home. So in particular, there's a good six or seven mirrors in my attic, which was nice because it looks super fancy and cool, but I personally paid nothing for it. And Lauren, your mom, painted amazing decorations for our room too. Every canvas that you see in our dorm, um, she already had, and she just painted over whatever was already on it. There's a lot of places like Savers and different thrift stores and finding stuff in your house that you can find and then kind of repaint or change up to make go with how you want your room to look. Also, Pinterest. Lots of ideas on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. I made like an entire Pinterest dorm board and I also have a DIY board on Pinterest with a good 3,000 pins. If you'd like some dorm room ideas, head on over to our Pinterest at BBNC Pod to get some ideas. I know moving into your dorm can be an insane, crazy process. What was moving in like for you guys? When I moved in, <laughs> it was four days before everyone mm -hmm. else because my school offers this thing called the Discovery Program. So you get to go to school early and you do different activities. Like we went to LinkedIn headquarters and different things like that. So there was nobody there when I moved in. It was just me. I know our RAs were there though because one of them knocked on my door and freaked me out because I didn't think anyone else was in the building. Bella got there a day early and I know mm -hmm. she probably was thinking oh it's gonna be really crazy tomorrow so she sent me a text which I did mention in the first episode yes. her first contact to me <laughs> asking me to bring her into the dorm. Find all those little nooks and crannies of ways that you can minimize the struggle but also something really great that Lauren and I did is we almost took shifts so yeah. because I had gotten there early I was able to move in what I had and then I went out with my family to Bed Bath & Beyond and to Home Goods to pick up some last minute things and while I was out Lauren was able to use that space to herself and move all of her things in it was like a nice little weave a flip-flop yeah you know? yeah yeah and I also definitely recommend if you bring people to come help you that you you know go out to lunch afterwards do something to decompress after the crazy day that you've had and you're like about to say goodbye to them my parents and I only had a few hours after they moved <laughs> me in because I got there at about eight and my program started at 12 so my parents and I's goodbye was kind of just 
the program beginning and we were like, okay, bye. <laughs> I kind of brought an army. Obviously, my parents came and like my mom helped me with the entire bed and that whole thing. And I also have three older brothers. I brought like six people with me. And so in like that kind of small of a space, it was kind of crazy. But like bring strong people. I was my strong person. <laughs> but don't be afraid to ask for help. And utilize, like you said, your roommate's family. My boyfriend decided that for college, he would bring the world's largest sofa <laughs> and matching <laughs> largest armchair and footrest that is the size of the lounges that we have in our suites and so he needed help from other people to carry it up because it's just so massive I personally was walking out into the hallway and I've told him this I literally saw them carrying this giant sofa up the stairs and in my head was like wow what an idiot (laughs) and then like a month later we were dating for college maybe just stick with like a futon kind of small that way you can move around your room Mm -hmm. You don't need an army to carry it up the stairs. Yeah. Your girlfriend doesn't think you're stupid. Those things. It's a good lesson. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. So, in conclusion, no matter what budget you're working with or how far away you live or what aesthetic you have, you can still create a space that feels comfortable to you. Just be honest with what things you're choosing to bring. If you're unsure, just leave it at home. You can always get anything that you didn't think about and collaborate and communicate with the people that are also in your space to figure out how you can help each other. To stay up to date on new episodes and a look behind the scenes, follow us at BBNC Pod on all social medias instagram twitter facebook even pinterest it's also a great place to contact us let us know what you think and give us topics you want to discuss finally share our podcast with anyone you think may be interested thanks so much for listening you're all shining stars